I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. This is CBS Sports' daily NFL podcast. If you want to go and leave a review or a rating, it's always much appreciated. This is the Pick Show. Uh, very quickly, if you're joining from the Fantasy Football Today show, I did an appearance there last week. Thanks. If you're coming up from CBS Sports HQ, where they are, where the, 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 I mean, I wouldn't call them good-looking hosts, but they're hosts who have, you know, faces and, and bodies and stuff like that. Uh, if they're plugging the, the Pick 6 podcast, we appreciate that. Anyone who shows up, hope you enjoyed the podcast. Let's get to the picks. And this features handsome Nick Costas. Mr. Costas. Hey, whatever, whatever, whatever. Pete Prisco. <laughs> and RJ White. What's up, buddy? The only sane one on this podcast. <laughs> That's true. Um... Three of us. I sat in the green room with you recently. You're not so sane, RJ. Don't cover up. You just cover it up better than everybody else. Yeah, RJ, we're just more open about our depravity. You like you like to keep it under wraps. Yes, he does. He's trying to play that game. We know better, RJ. Jeez. Okay, okay Pete. This got dark quick. Uh, all right, so here's how we're going to do the Picks podcast for this week and throughout the playoffs. If you're just tuning in, what we do is we have – we started off the playoffs with a $1,000 budget to wager fake budget of course to wager on the nfl games and uh then based on who wins what we would have uh now i'm trying to see where the budget is i know that rj sent it to me um so basically we, you can wager whatever you want money lines parlays teasers spreads over unders props whatever you want whatever your heart desires and then whoever ends up with the most money at the end gets fifty dollars from the other three people on this podcast after the first week the standings you can follow rj white on twitter at rj white one he is kind enough to tweet out the standings because he actually has his life together rj is up four hundred and sixty dollars that's a pretty handy that's almost like a fifty percent return on your investment pete is up 445 very impressive i'm up 200 bucks because i made some stupid bets that i didn't really think about i uh, got burned on a seahawks chargers uh super bowl pick and then nick is up 100 dollars hey. Uh, hey, by the way, Brinson, what would my five-team parlay that got backdoored, what would that have paid? Um, there are only four teams who played, only four games that played last week, so I'm not well, sure. Well, I had an under, I had an under in it. Uh, what was the, what, what ruined it? The, the Cowboys pushed and it would have gone to a four-teamer, so what would it have paid? And, and I just want to throw this out there. Pete texted me like midway through the fourth quarter when multiple scores were needed to screw up that under bet. And he goes, this game's going over. And I'm like, dude, like, what are you talking about? And, and of course, I had my big wager was on Cowboys minus two. And that's just one of the great disasters of all and, time. And Je- I had the Cowboys minus two, too, in that parlay. Janikowski, if he doesn't get hurt. They kick a field goal when That's they're down. selfish, okay. you know what? Hey, Janikowski, why, why, why don't you do some stretching before the game? Right? Sure. If they're down 10 or fourth down, they kick a field goal. You blame Pete Carroll then. He had to go out there and try a 56 yard field goal when he's 56 years old. Oh, just work out well. Why not just have Dixon drop kicking? Like, I don't, I don't understand. And also, we should have included the national title game in this because then I'd be up a million dollars. I would have had Clemson too, though. So Me I'm too. No I, uh, Nick and I have both hammered Clemson in real life. I got some DMs from people who listen to the podcast like, hey, thanks for telling us to pepper Clemson. Good yeah. win out there. I took Clemson, uh, plus five and a half. I took Clemson plus six, plus five and a half, plus five. I took the Clemson money line. I took the over. The over 
Grover barely cashed. That was close. That was dangerous. Um, they, they only had 60 well, points. I, in the Alabama literally not scoring in the second half almost, almost killed it. It sure did. Uh, all right. Let's get into the picks for this week. We will go game by game in chronological order. I will try and write these down. Um, as we go, I'm sure I'll do a terrible job. The first game up, of course, the Colts, the first key, first team again. Colts at Chiefs, Saturday, 435, NBC, Nick Costas. You have $1,100 to work with. What would you like to bet on Colts Chiefs? Oh, uh, well, you know, first off, I want to say that um, I was really confident in all my picks that I and, – and I have been open about them on Instagram. Um, follow me there at the Costos because your your likes and follows um, help soothe my insecurities and help me sleep better at night. So follow me on Instagram at the Costos. So I put these picks on early um, on Twitter and Instagram, and I love them earlier in the week. I'm not feeling as great about them right now, but damn it, I am committed, so I'm going to stick with it. So I'm going to take the Indianapolis Colts here to cover the spread, and I also like the over in this game. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do a straight bet, a small straight bet here on the Indianapolis Colts. Um, and we're saving our teasers right for the end. So I'm not going to give my teaser yeah. out now. Any, Will, is any, that right? any teasers or money line parlays we'll do at the end. Exotics at the end. Great. So I will take the Colts plus the, plus the points for 50 bucks. And I will take the over in this game for $75. I played it at 56 earlier in the week. I think we're picking it at 57. I think both teams are going to top 30. I think the Colts are going to keep it close. So I'll put 50 on the Colts, 75 on the over. All right, 50 on the Colts plus five, $75 on the over at 57 for Nick Costas. Pete, what you got? I also love the Colts in the over. And uh, I told Nick the other day on the show that this thing's going into the 60s. And so I'll, I'll put 100 on the over. And seventy five on the Colts. Mm. You know what? Can I can I wreck? I want the same bets that Pete has. Okay. I want that exact same thing. I'm copying his paper. Okay, seventy five. Like usual, as usual. Like usual. 70. Fair enough. That's why you're our NFL guru, and I'm just a nothing host. You tried to slide an extra half point in there because it's fifty seven and a half with what Wilson out earlier. Is it fifty seven and a half? It, yep. It is 57 and a half. All right. You Will's, got... changing, Will's changing lines already on us, RJ. <laughs> I mean, I'm just trying to keep up with all this stuff in front of my face. Um, by the way, Nick, how about us not taking last week the, uh, Chargers, um, what was the, there was the Colts and the Chargers? Was that the, the, the tease that, yes. R, that RJ and Pete, that RJ and Pete both threw out? I took it in real life and made some money off of it. So. I, I also took it in real life <laughs> and made some money on it. So that's yeah, it. that did work out. Thank you guys. Good job guys. That's important. Yeah, that's way more important. Uh, so again, like yeah, if you're way li- more important, if you're listening close, if you're listening to this podcast, like you might not have a thousand dollars to spend, but you can like what we're trying to do is if, if it's not obvious is lay out how, how to help you lay out your gambling budget for this weekend. So if you hear a teaser like that, that Nick and I are like, oh, damn, we wish we put that in, but we're going to put that in in real life. You should do that, too. RJ, what you got on Colts Chiefs? OK, so this is I'm going to put a bunch on this game because it's my favorite. Game <laughs> All right, let's roll. Um, the Colts just rushed for 200 yards against the best run defense in the league, and now they face the worst run defense per your favorite stat, DVOA. <laughs> Buy your shots right now. But I think it's telling that they're able to rush for 200 yards against Houston, who finished the league with the best rush defense, and now we know the Chiefs are so bad at, at defending the run. So that's before you even throw in Andrew Luck, you know, in this game. And so if Marlon Max, you know, chugging along, and, and then you put Andrew Luck on top, I think the Colts are going to score a ton of points. Their offense racked up 360-plus yards in 13 of their last 14 games. Why is that important? Because in 2018, teams with 360 plus yards are 155, 92, and 2 straight up. Say that again. I didn't write it down. What's the number? 
155, 92, and two straight up. That's a 62.7 win percentage in 2018. And of those, only 48 of those 92 losses were by six or more points. So if you were just throwing this line on every single one of those games, you're covering 81% of the time. So that's a pretty good situation. If they're going to get to 360 yards in this game, you got to feel good about them, you know, losing by five at the very most. Um, Colts O-line's playing outstanding. They'll let luck in the run game rack up the points here. The Chiefs are going to be able to score two, I think. Colts have played a lot of bad quarterbacks during their hot streak, so I, I'm not really sure that their defense is, is completely as elite as they looked because they've played Derek Anderson, Derek Carr, Blake Bortles, Marcus Mariota, and he got injured in that game. Then Ryan Tannehill, Cody Kessler, Dak Prescott, Eli Manning, Blaine Gabbert, and then Deshaun Watson twice. So they got two good games against Deshaun Watson, and that's a bunch of crap quarterbacks aside from that. Uh, I know you like you guys like the Andy Reid off the bye trend. It hasn't been as strong lately. Will you sing it for us? Can we I, all sing it together? I won't sing it because he's three and four against the spread in Kansas City off a of bye. So mm. <laughs> Did we ruin Andy Reid off the bye. Andy, Andy Reid off the bye. Did we ruin Andy Reid off the bye? Was he like was he three and zero until we started doing this? And now he's like I think so. I think we, we may have killed we may have mushed Andy Reid off the bye. His first six in his first you know up until his last year in Philly he was sixteen wins and no losses straight up off a of bye. And I think it was 12 and four against the spread in that. And then since then, he hasn't been as good. So it was a trend for a while, but you know, over the last six years, it's not, hasn't been as good. Mushed So th- that's my info on the game. I'm putting 200 on the Colts plus five. Okay. I'm putting 50 on the Colts team total going over 26 and a half. 50. Colts team total over 26 and a half. I'm putting 50 on the Colts team total going over 12 and a half in the first half. Ooh, Colts first half team total. Border. This isn't fair because RJ's better at math than we are. This is borderline exotic. Yeah, well, you can get 12 and a half. I mean, you know, 12 and a half is a very, uh, 12 is an uncommon number. You know, you see teams get to 13 and 14 more than they do 11 or 12 and one half. So I think we're getting a good number there with 12 and a half. And then 50 on the over 57 and a half, like you guys are taking the over as well. Like it. I like being on the same side as RJ. And then I got one player prop in this. I'm taking Marlon <laughs> Mack to score at minus 130 putting 65 to win 50. He scored in five straight games. Kansas City's given him 19 rushing touchdowns, 20 touchdowns for running backs overall. Obviously, this can be a rush or a receiving touchdown for Mac. So I do think that he continues his streak and gets in the end zone there. So I'm putting 65 to win 50. Wow, I like it. That stuff later. What's that, Pete? Jumping the gun. I thought we were just picking the games now. No, no, you can you – can, if it's something specific to a game, like the first okay. half over under – uh, a player prop for that game. Go ahead and mention it. But we'll do okay. stuff that encompasses multiple games at the end. That's the exotics. Right. I was just saying that RJ is like, this is, this would be called foreplay. Like this is, this is foreplay. It's like borderline exotic. So um, Pete, say the word foreplay in a funny way is like the lead, the header to the segment. Foreplay, foreplay, foreplay! <laughs> oh, gross. I'm <laughs> disturbed. <laughs> <laughs> Every just you know you can't watch this podcast because it's not video yet. Everyone turned red. <laughs> Everyone's face turned red. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what that was. <laughs> somebody who snorted. Somebody, I did. Somebody snorted. I snorted. <laughs> that's, that's what goes on in the Prisco compound. <laughs> Wipes. He looks at him and he just goes, full play, full play, full play. <laughs> RJ's, RJ's literally bringing, RJ's filing an HR complaint. You know right what? Four play from Nick looking in the mirror. Oh, God. That's, <laughs> that's more than four play for me, Pete. <laughs> that's cool. Five play. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's. He's got a five head now. I can't believe I have to follow <laughs> that. Uh, okay. So 
Here's what I am going to do. I, I'm on the same stuff as you guys. Uh, I've got 150 on the over at 57 and a half. I'm going to take the, uh, the Colts plus five for a hundred. And then I'm also going to take, uh, let's make it 75. 75 on the first quarter over, which is 10 and a half. And that's, that's high. I get it. I mean, you gotta, you gotta have two touchdowns, but when you're talking about two teams here in the Indianapolis Colts and the Kansas City Chiefs that do a very good job of scripting opening drives. You saw Frank Wright against the Texans had Andrew Luck set up really well. I think if they get the ball, they're going to go down and score first. And I, I am a little worried that Patrick Mahomes might be gassed up if, um, you know, for his first playoff game, but I would be very surprised if the, if the Chiefs don't find a way to put set, uh, six points on the board as well. Um, the over is even if you're betting on sportsbook.ag. The under is minus 130. I don't know what I'm missing there. I think we're going to get 20 or 14 points minimum in the first quarter. And uh, if you like the over, you better hope that that happens in, in the first place because you need it to be on pace. Okay. Uh, anything else from that game that you guys want to add? I'm good. Actually, you know what? I'm going to, uh, I'll have some exotic. I'll, I'll have this game in some exotics later on, but for now. That's fine. Okay. Um, I was going to take that. Do I want to take the Colts of the first half? Yeah, I do. You don't, uh, you don't have a lot of money left. What are you talking about? <laughs> Am I out of money? Did I just spend all my money? Uh, I'm going to put 50 bucks in the Colts first half plus three and a half too. Right. I like the Colts a lot in this game. Okay. Moving on to Dallas at Los Angeles. That game is on Fox. Wow. Troy Aikman calling a, a, a Cowboys game. That'll be new and original and fun. How exciting. Um, or is he calling the Eagle Saints game on Sunday? You, 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 you can't like lead into that crappy joke that you used three days ago on Twitter and then not know like if it's applicable or not. I just assumed you would call the Cowboys games. I wonder who, which, which was the Thom Brenneman game? Or did, do Pete, do you think Peter Did Strick, you just call him Thom Brenneman? Tom Brenneman, whatever. It's, it's, it's T-H-O-M, but it's definitely pronounced Tom. It's like Thom. <laughs> oh, Thom. You did not call him Thom. Thom. Like what an idiot. He did. <laughs> Thom. You know, Thomas. Is spelled like T H O M A S. Thomas. He's been watching too much Thomas the Tank Engine. It's unbelievable. It's like Colombian soccer star Thomas Rodriguez. I guess he's gonna say that's the way they say it in North Carolina. I know. I know a guy named Tom. I'm not gonna tell you. Like people have weird names all over the place. Um, I I bet. Hey, hey, Pete. Pete, who created the light bulb? Thomas Edison. Thomas Edison. Uh, Okay. Anyway, Nick, your picks for. (laughs) <laughs> the um the the Ram I was like thinking there's somebody named Thomas on the Rams or Cowboys. I can't think of anybody. Rams minus seven over under forty nine and a half. Rams minus three twenty on the money line. Cowboys plus two fifty. Rams minus four in the first half. Rams minus a half a point in the first quarter. Rams team total over twenty eight and a half. Dallas team total twenty one and a half. What you got, Nick? All right, so are we picking this at seven or seven and a half? Because I thought the email you sent was seven and a half. It's seven? Seven. Okay, can, can we buy half points or are we picking straight up at the number? Because yes. I, wanna, you I want to buy You can buy a half point, but it's 120 for a half point. Great. I want to buy a half. Okay, so this may have been my favorite pick at the beginning of the week. The betting trends, and I'm sure RJ will get into some of this, and I'm pretty sure I, I, I don't know this for a fact, but I'm guessing RJ likes the Rams in this spot. I like the Cowboys, and I'm sure RJ will give the reasons why he likes the Rams, and it is making me nervous as the week goes on, because the betting market does seem to indicate that the Rams are the better pick, the sharper pick in this game. Um, more tickets are on the Cowboys, but the, mon- the number has moved up um, towards the Rams. I guess it's leveled out at seven for where we're picking this now, but it has creeped up to seven and a half. I expected it to close at under seven. Doesn't look like that's going to be the case now, so I am a little worried about it, but 
I feel pot committed at this point, and I do think that Dallas' defense is really good, and I think that they can harass Jared Goff and they can slow down this Rams offense. So I'm going to put 100 bucks on the Cowboys, risk 120 to do it, getting the 7.5, and, and I give the Cowboys a great chance to win this game outright. So I will put $50 on the Cowboys' money line. When I actually bet this, um, it had to have been on my—I think I bet it on Monday. I got it at plus 265. I don't know what it is now, what the number is. Whatever it is, though, I want 50 bucks on the Cowboys to win the game straight up. And you know what? Let's up it. 50 on the Cowboys to win, 125 on Dallas, um, plus the 7.5, winning 125, whatever that is that I'm risking. Um, we'll let the math majors figure that out. Um, but those are my bets for this game. So I do like the Cowboys. I don't love it as much as I did earlier in the week, but I, I still do like it, and I'm going to take it. So how about them, Cowboys? Uh, Cowboys on the money line are plus 250, by the way. Uh, Pete, you I feel like you've kind of had the Cowboys, the pulse of the Cowboys heading down the stretch of the season. I, I don't know if I'm wrong there. I mean, you nailed the, the victory over the Saints on that Thursday night game. Um, you know, I think you, you had them, of course, beating the Seahawks, but missed on the, the spread, but that was a weird thing. Uh, where are you at on this game? In honor of the great coach, Thom Landry, <laughs> Wayne Thomas, and Thomas Hollywood Henderson, I'm going with the Cowboys. <laughs> the Cowboys are going to win this game outright. Give me two hundy on the Cowboys, plus the seven. Love the Cowboys. Give me 50 on the Cowboys on the money line. Love the Cowboys. The defense will show up. They will hold golf and gang in check. Give me the under 49 and a half for 50. And what's the over/under on Elliott's rush yards? Uh, well, I don't think those props are out. Those player props are out yet. Yeah, they're they're, yeah. until Saturday, Sunday. Well, so, so that's what I got on the Cowboys game. Love the Cowboys. Okay, you had uh, two hundred Cowboys plus seven fifty Cowboys money line plus two fifty, right? Correct. Okay, uh, under forty nine and a half for fifty. Okay, fifty on the under forty nine and a half. That is a high over/under, RJ. Uh, go ahead and throw some cold water on these fellas' Cowboys picks. Yeah, no, I'm of two minds in this game. I think there's a situation where Dallas wins outright. I think there's a situation where the Rams cover. I really don't think it's going to be the Rams win, but don't cover. Um, the Rams have an awful run D. They've given up a league worst 5.1 yards per carry, so that speaks to Dallas being able to keep it close. Um, and But they will have to do that to keep pounding Zeke, and I'm not sure that they can. Dallas D's given up 350 yards on the road five of seven times, and the Rams, for as bad as they've looked in the last part of the season, they've topped 400 yards at home seven of their eight games. The so Dak is going to need to have a big game to keep up on, if you take those yardages into count and i think even during the win streak he topped 260 pass yards twice so they really get it done with running the balls passing when it's smart um the Rams should be healthy coming in Gurley's had three weeks to rest the knee so i think he's going to look good uh mcveigh is still a new coach but you want to play the andy reed off the bye game he's had two games off the bye and he's won by double digits on the road in both of those one of them was that fake lions win that, that they probably shouldn't have won by as much as they did but they still won they still covered it wasn't that close of a game uh when you got to the end so i'm going to put 100 on the rams minus seven I think that's probably the way I'm leaning in this game. Um, I'm going to put 50 on the Rams team total over 28 and a half since they've been held to under 30 points just once at home and wow. under 400 yards once at home. So I think they're going to get those points. But I am going to hedge it a little bit with a, with a little Dallas under parlay that we can talk about here in a little bit. So I'm going to put a, give a little bit back of that potential profit to uh, get a parlay together just in case the other side comes in. Uh, here- Here's the thing. I'm, I, I, I am, I am, I am also of two minds in this game. And I'm on the Cowboys and I, I have a, I have a similar bet to, what's, what's your, what's your grin about, Nick? What's your grin about? 
I was just thinking about how funny it was that P came up with Tom Landry, and I was a little upset that I didn't come up with it first. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, I don't know why I thought of Tom Brenneman. I, I, I feel like the, I don't know why it's always in my head, like Tom Brenneman. <laughs> um, the problem is when you do a lot of writing like we do, you know, you have to that, – That's exactly – By the way, by, by, by the way, real quickly here, the we that RJ mentions is RJ and Will since Pete doesn't write. That's correct. Sure that's, we get correct. That correct. that's correct. That's correct. That's correct. That is exactly what it is. Like in my head, I'm pronouncing it like the way it's spelled. And so like even though I've never actually said Tom Brenneman out loud before, like I just think T-H-O-M in my head. Thank you. Tom Brenneman showing up in one of your stories? If I'm writing about the like, if there's a defensive pe- pass interference penalty, and I write about the announcers pointing out that it was oh, so just just take the L, Will. It, you're you're <laughs> wrong. It was dumb. That's the end of it. Uh, Sorry, Will. I tried. I'm, no, thanks, RJ. I'm going to call Miss Thom Brenneman Senior and make sure that the pronunciation is right here. It could have been wrong the entire time. At any rate. Uh, Nick, good picks. Cam Newton, Dante Foreman. You're doing great in this fantasy. Yeah, I, I, I don't know how to turn like this audio off, like on the draft, without turning it off everywhere. So, I mean, I'm sorry that, that we're doing a, fan, a draft right now for the fantasy side, also. Yeah, it's it's going great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, at, at any rate, um, so so on these uh, on these picks, my. I think when you look at the matchup, RJ pointed out the the Rams are terrible against the run, and that's great for the Cowboys. The Rams need to establish that run with Todd Gurley in order to set up everything else that their offense does. They don't have Cooper Cup, and the Cowboys right now with Jalen Smith and Leighton Vander Esch, these linebackers in pursuit are excellent against the run. I mean, but are the Rams really going to do what the Seahawks did last week? No chance in hell, right? I mean, Sean McVay's a, a genius. He just got seven different people hired at different NFL jobs. I mean, like, C- Cliff Kingsbury knows Sean McVay, met him once in a hallway, and shook his hand, and he got a job just because of that. Uh, Vance, Vic Fangio? Sean McVay praised his play calling once upon a time, and he got hired for the Broncos job just because of that. Nothing to do with his 15 or 16 years of coordinator and in, in, in NFL experience. At any rate, I digress. But I would expect that Sean McVay has a little something cooked up for the Cowboys. I am worried what Nick pointed out, that everybody's on the Cowboys and everybody expects the Cowboys to win. They haven't been great away from AT&T Stadium, and yet I cannot get away from the on-field matchups here, and I think that the Cowboys will win. I will take the Cowboys plus seven for 100 and i would take the cowboys money line for 50 um and i would just like to throw this out there um much in the way that i said trevor lawrence will outplay Tua tongue of iloa on monday night jack prescott will Ooh. outplay jared goff on saturday night that's a i like that one the, the, the lawrence that's the lawrence 201 was i thought more maybe i thought it was more obvious because i thought i thought the i was with you all along like i thought I think Lawrence is a better player than Tua. And I think there's no, there's no doubt. Yeah, I think everybody else knows that now. Anyway, um, man, we're moving fast. We're going to get Pete to his uh, CBS Sports HQ show on time. You I, t- I said last week I want Trevor Lawrence to start a quarterback for the Giants this year. Sure. sure. Oh, by the way, um, Giants. I'm just going to say this: Giants don't draft either Haskins or Kyler Murray, and uh, we're going to have another serious issue. Um, five foot eight. Who cares? So are you. Actually, that's not true. You're I don't play, I don't play there's, quarterback. Either. There's no chance Pete is 5 I, I joked on Twitter during that game, should Trevor Lawrence sit out the next two years to, to not get hurt before the draft, thinking it was a joke. I had one or two people reply to me, you know, kind of semi-seriously thinking, you know, I was like, no, guys, I was joking. And then did Will, didn't you yeah. like, tweet the that? The Wall Street Journal wrote that, that article. article out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is it, is it th- well, okay, so here's the question. If Trevor Lawrence actually sat out the next two years, would he be the number one pick in the draft? Maybe not. Uh, not if he sat out two years. 
If he skipped two years, I think they'd be like, dude, what are you, you even, do you even love the game? Do you even care about the game? Are you an alpha male? Are you a beta male? What's your deal? You're not an alpha. Like, do you, do you have outside interests other than football? Yeah, yeah. It's do so you, funny how you, tanking you, for Tua went for maybe get Tua in the fifth round. Wait, what? Do you think, think Tua is going to fall to the fifth round? Oh, I'm kidding, but he, he's not going to go as high as people think he is now. Mm, interesting. By the way, you know who I had the Giants taking in my mock draft that RJ made me start doing yesterday? I said it until three in the morning doing that, RJ, just so you know. Thank you. You're that. so nice. Um, I had Dexter Lawrence go to the, the Giants. Great. I think yeah, they don't, maybe they won't drug test in the NFL. <laughs> well, do you think the NFL cares about steroids? Like just don't beat anybody up and, uh, and, and don't like, uh, I don't, don't don't like poetry and don't who's, be don't be anybody who's the up. Number one running back in the draft this year. Uh, yeah, yeah, Jacobs from Alabama. Oh, the kid from Alabama. Good yeah. Giants will take him at six. <laughs> Matt Lafleur can take him uh, for the for the Packers to run wild. Daniel Jones in your first round. Yeah, go on, I'll tell you what, man. Keep Daniel Jones the hell away from my team. I've had enough Duke quarterbacks on my team to last a lifetime. Shout out to Dave Brown. The He's Red, much better than him, though. The Redskins are going to draft Daniel Jones, I think. Um, anyway. Moving to the Sunday games. Well, we're going to take a quick break first. <laughs> then we'll get to the Sunday games. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. By the way, speaking of Sunday, when you're sitting around on Sunday going, man, my family's at church. I'm ignoring them. I'm not really doing anything. I'd like to win some money. You know what you should do? You should fire up CBS Sports HQ and watch Nick Costas and Pete Prisco on Sportsline every night, 6 to 7 p.m., Monday through Friday, and then what times on Saturday and Sunday this week for the divisional round, Nick? You know, it, it, it it's going to vary um every week moving forward um throughout the uh throughout specifically the, rest of the year, for this specifically weekend. this it's um wh- I think it's three thirty to four thirty on Saturday, and then Sunday is definitely noon to one. Mm. Um, so we will have you covered. Expert picks against the spread. Our experts absolutely cleaned up last weekend. We cleaned up on Monday night with the national championship. We are going to clean up again this weekend. And the best thing about it, it's absolutely free. You put on CBS Sports HQ, you get the picks from Pete Prisco, you get the picks from our experts out in Las Vegas, and you get money for it. You give us no money, you make money. What could be better than that? Sportsline, CBS Sports HQ, hosted by yours truly. Mm. Sounds like a fun, handsome show. Uh, moving along to the and su- well dressed, well dressed. Moving along to the Sunday games. Mentioned on Sunday for the second week in a row, my Los Angeles Superchargers head to the East Coast. They will play Philip. Philip Rivers will play Tom Brady, Nick, and he will play them as a seven. Excuse me, a four point underdog at one o'clock Eastern on the road. Over under is 48. We locked it in at 48 this morning. It's actually shot up, I think, to like 49 and a half on some sites now. New England minus 190. Chargers plus 165. What you got in the game? You know what I have, Will? I have done, done, Los Angeles. Super Chargers, Los Angeles. Chargers, charge! Give me the Chargers here, baby. Um, in 2007, it's the greatest what if in the history of the National Football League. And I held this 
From that day, Chargers were plus nine and a half in Foxborough against the 17 and 0 Patriots. I bet the Chargers, they lost 21 to 12, but they covered the damn spread. I had the Giants outright against the Packers later that day. It was a great, great weekend for yours truly in early 2008 and in early 2019. It's going to be a great day as well for me and for you and for anyone else that wants to take the bolts. Cause that Chargers team with a healthy Phillip Rivers and a healthy Ladanian Tomlinson would have beaten the Patriots and they would have had the honor of losing to Eli Manning and the Giants in Super Bowl. 42. Now, 11 years later, it's time for Philip Rivers and the Chargers to finish what they should have started. Let's get Norv Turner on the sideline. Let's get LaDainian Tomlinson on the sideline. Get the good juju there for the Chargers because they've got the blueprint to stop the New England Patriots and stop Tom Brady, Joey Bosa, Melvin Ingram, Brady's 41. They are going to slam Brady to the ground early and often, and it's the Philip Rivers game. Rivers will outplay Tom Brady. The Chargers will go into Foxborough and beat the Patriots. Give me 150 on the Chargers getting the four and give me $50 on the Chargers to win the game outright. Phil Rivers and your Chargers will go on to the AFC Championship game. Yeah, fan of myself. I'm so hot here. Pete, you want to uh, crank it up a little bit more? What you got? Uh, no, I'll, I'm look. I'm on the Chargers too, but I'm not going to go nuts like like uh, Nick because the reason being, you got to go against Belichick and Brady in the postseason. It's just hard to do. So I'll take the Chargers plus the points just for 75. Just for 75, I'll take them plus the points. Uh, I will take the under in this game. Uh, give me uh, 75 on the under as well. Okay. Uh, RJ, are you going to pour? Look, the, look, this is another game where, like the Cowboys, the public is on a road favorite. I believe 10 straight underdogs have covered um, in these playoff games. The public's kind of coming around to it and, and, and hammering these these frisky live dogs, if you will. Are you going to pour cold water on this and take the Patriots' short favorites at home? Uh, I wanted to. I really don't like going against Belichick at home in the divisional round. 11-1 and straight up, 7-4-1 and against the spread. New England is 8-0 and at home this year. So as much as they look like they've struggled, they get it done at home. But the Chargers are 8-0 and away from L.A. Their only road loss was to the Rams, which, you know, it, it was in L.A. Um, Chargers ahead by double digits in all three of their 1 p.m. games at halftime. They don't start slow. We like to think of these one these West Coast teams going east, maybe they have slow starts, maybe play against them in the first half. But like I said, ahead by double digits in all three 1 p.m. games, including the game last week. So they they get it done. This this New England team to me doesn't look like they have it. You know, Gronk is out of gas. Josh Gordon's gone. Brady's been having some mental miscues, misfiring on some passes. He doesn't look like the Brady of old. It seems like people say that every year. This is the year Brady's falling apart. You can kind of see it in his game. He doesn't look like the same killer he's been on the field. So I don't know that he's going to get it done in this game because the Chargers are better at everything than New England. If you go to my tips column, I'm not going to you know name all list all the stats and all the run versus pass and, and, and everything, but the Chargers are better at every little stat than New England is. So Chargers, just as a team, are a better version of New England. And Rivers isn't intimidated by the spot. We said last week he's five and one against the spread, of, you know, in the playoffs. Now he's six and one against the spread in the playoffs because they won as underdogs. Their last three games were Baltimore at Denver at Baltimore. I think the offense is going to have a much easier time in this matchup against New England, who doesn't stack up against those defenses. And you look at where New England's had success. 
Brady's been sacked 10 times in his five losses, so that's two per game. Been sacked 11 times in their 11 wins, one per game. Chargers coming off a game where they had seven sacks in that wild card win. I know some of that is you can you can tap to Lamar Jackson, you know, being a rookie quarterback playing in that game, but we saw that pressure get in right away. It was not like Lamar Jackson. Could, it's not like Joe Flacco would have done any different. He just got hit instead of moving around a little bit, you know, and he'd have got hit and ticked in the sack too. So I do think Chargers get multiple sacks in this game. I think Brady has a tough time, and I think Chargers come out on top. I'm going to put 100 on Chargers plus four. I'm going to put 100 on Chargers plus three in the first half, and I'm going to put 50 on the under as well. Wish we could get it a little higher since it's been moving up, but we're at 48 right now. I'll still take 50 on the under. Wow. Surprised about the under. That's okay. Um, clean sweep for the Chargers here. The, I mean, look, this is oh, – I got to tell you, you, last Sunday, Chargers against the Ravens, very tumultuous time in my household. My wife, Your wife posted an epic picture of you on Instagram watching the game. With the, epic. I have a Philip. I don't have it up in my office. I would show it to you guys, but I have my lucky Philip Rivers doll, my lucky Philip Rivers voodoo doll. Chargers are undefeated since I received it on Christmas from my wife. Thank you, Tom Fernelli, for the gift idea. It's, I mean, it's not really kind of, it's kind of stupid looking. It's a little creepy, but it is kind of funny. And I'm going to, I'm not going to get a haircut, and I'm going to keep the the Philip Rivers doll until the Chargers uh, lose in the playoffs. Here's the thing. If you take everything away, the mystique of the Patriots, the mystique of Belichick, Brady's history, all of that, and you just compare these two teams blankly. You said, here's Team A and here's Team B. The Chargers will be favored. They're the better team. They're the more balanced team. They can run the ball. They can pass the ball. They have receivers who can beat up the the Patriots' defensive backs on the inside, on the outside. The Patriots can't slow down the run, and the, the Chargers are Better defensively. I mean, they, they, like they they can limit Brady. They can they have the guys that can match up with Gronk. I don't think that Gronk is. I think he could have a throwback game, maybe. But uh, as it was pointed out somewhere, like even in that Dolphins game, he was getting one on one coverage. That was his only great game recently. Gronk is he's washed, and it might come back to bite us later. I, I worry about a little bit about the mojo and the voodoo of of, of Rivers being zero and seven against Tom Brady. But this feels like a F it or it. I'm just going to go win something Rivers type of situation. I think he goes in there and gets the win. I think that the Chargers win outright, and I got 250 on the Chargers plus four. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I will also take uh, 100 on the Chargers first half plus three. Is it three or three and a half, RJ? Three. Yeah. I mean, I think that if you're getting four for the game, I'll take the three in the first half. And I want 100 on the Chargers money line. This is a clean sweep. Let's go! All right, last game. Sorry, I got a little fired up about that. Um, Pete's like Pete's a little worried about me right now. I think Philadelphia at New Orleans. You have issues. Uh, I don't. No one doubts that. At least my. At least I own mine. Um, Philly, <laughs> New Orleans is minus eight, and the over under is fifty one. First half, New Orleans minus six. New Orleans minus three sixty on the money line. Philly plus two eighty. Nick, who you got? This is the hardest game of the week to pick. Um, the reason why. You look at the line, and the line tells you to take the New Orleans Saints because, obviously, all the pub right now is on the Eagles. The narrative is that Nick Foles is the greatest quarterback of all time, which is obviously so preposterous that I'm not even going to spend another second on it. Um, But really, how do you go against them, though? Like, Foles might not actually be Joe Montana, but he plays like him like in these big spots here. It's very difficult to bet against the Eagles here. But I think I have to here, and I do think that the run's going to come to an end. I don't feel great about it, so I'll put 50 bucks on the Saints here, laying the eight points. Um, what's the first half spread in this game, Will? What do we have here? What's the number? Uh, I believe it is New Orleans minus six. 
in the it's six for the first half and eight for the game. Yes. RJ, can you give us some line analysis for that? Why why that's the case? Yeah, I think that um once when you get these high spreads, you know, when you get over seven, you tend to see these backdoor covers come in because you get teams playing prevent defense and they score a lot in the second you know, they score more often in the second half. So a game that in essence should be a thirteen point game turns into a six point game. So that's where you get in trouble with the line. They're expecting New Orleans is a much better team. They're gonna be trying a lot harder in the first half, and then if they get up, you know, a lot in the second half, Eagles could come in with a backdoor. So um maybe the line should be minus you know, higher than minus eight, you know, if you consider that that New Orleans is going to try hard for 60 minutes maybe they don't have to and it turns out they win by 10 you know nine or ten okay so what what I'm going to do here is I'm going to take I'm going to put 50 bucks on the Saints minus the eight I'm going to put 50 bucks on the Saints in the first half minus the six and I'm going to put 50 bucks on the over overall for the game whatever it is whatever we're taking it out I'm going to take the over okay it's uh 51 is the over and uh, I kind of like the first half overall, so. All right. Um, on the Nick Foles train, baby. But I'm not on the train. I'm not on the Nick Foles train because of Nick Foles. I'm on the Eagles because the biggest difference in the Eagles in the last month has been the play of their offensive line and the play of their defensive line. And that usually travels in the postseason. I think the Eagles are the play here. And you know what? I'm dropping a bomb on them. 250 on the Eagles plus the eight. Oh, yeah. Here come the Eagles. Uh, I also love, like Nick does, I love the over. I think there's going to be a lot of points scored in this game. There's going to be turnovers created by the fronts. Uh, so I'll take the over as well. Uh, so give me the Eagles plus eight for 250. Eagles, uh, Saints over for 100. 250 on the Eagles, 100. Eagles over 51. All right, RJ, tell them why he's wrong. Yeah, I I can see the logic in that. You know, this is a hard game too. This is a much harder slate this week than it was last week. Agreed. Uh, Sean Payton's ten and four against the spread after a bias Saints coach, but three of those non coverage were in his first three years. So you just look at. I think Will was the one pointing out how great he is off the bye when you throw out those first three years. Um, the New Orleans pass offense has struggled in the last five weeks, but I do trust them to get it fixed in their week off. You know, everybody gets a a break. The, this is a weird division because they won the division kind of running away, so they really didn't have too much to play for aside from a bye, and it really looked like they were going to get at least a top two seed for you know several weeks. So it's hard to get up as much in that situation as you were early in the year when you're playing to win the division, you're playing to get to the playoffs. Um, so I do think they're going to come out a little bit more fired up than they were in that last month where they were dragging. Uh, they destroyed the Eagles in the earlier earlier in the season, outgained them by 350 yards in that game. Is Philly better now? Yes, the offensive line and defensive line are playing a little bit better now. Um, but I think you look at how, how the run game is performing versus how the secondary is performing. It might be a bit of a wash. I don't know that they're, they lost that game by 41 points. I don't know that they're 30 points better. You know, I think it might be a little bit closer game than that. Um, Philly didn't run the ball last week. New Orleans is the number three rush defense. They're not going to run the game, they'll run the ball here. So it's all going to be on Nick Foles to win this game. And I don't think it was that impressive despite them winning in Chicago. You know, that one TD drive with flags at the beginning of the second half took two big flags to get a big chunk of their yards. And then he had that last great drive, which if you give Foles a chance to win at the end, he's going to put together a great drive and probably win the game. Uh, but do the Saints let him get in that situation or are they winning by two touchdowns near the end? I lean toward the latter being more the case. I'm going to put a hundred on New Orleans minus the eight. And then I got one player prop for you. I'm going to got put 50 on Alvin Kamara at plus 170 to score two or more touchdowns in this wow. game. And the reason that is, is he scored in nine games this year, but six of them he scored twice in. 
And then you look at what the Eagles have been doing, and they have trouble uh, adjusting in games. When you look at the guys that they've played recently, they gave up two touchdown, two rushing touchdowns to Deshaun Watson on December 23rd. On December 16th, they gave up two rushing touchdowns to Todd Gurley. On December 9th, they gave up three receiving touchdowns to Amari Cooper. He had that Washington in the end that was pretty easy for him. Then November 25th, two touchdowns to Saquon Barkley. The week before that was that New Orleans game, two touchdowns to Mark Ingram there. Week before that was Dallas, two touchdowns to Zeke Elliott. It's just people are scoring on them over and over with that's kind of the same thing, doing the same things, and it's working. They're not, for whatever reason, they're not getting their adjustments. So if Alvin Kamara scores early, I think he'll also be able to score late, and we'll get that prop to come in at plus 170. And here's what's fun for everyone that listens to this. So when the Saints are down by the goal line early in the game, just imagine what RJ is going to be rooting for, and that, that'll make it a lot more fun for you as Kamara gets tackled at the one-yard line and Mark Ingram comes in. Uh, all right, so here's my deal on this game. Um, I like the over a lot, and I'll get to that in a second. But I, I initially, when I saw the spread, was floored that this that the Eagles and, and Nick Foles would be underdogs by this much. The Eagles have this voodoo working. They are they do treat this as an underdog game. Jim Schwartz is dialing up some really good stuff defensively. Drew Brees has not been great over the last month offensively. But when you look at what Sean Payton and Drew Brees have done. Um, at home in the playoffs. They're 5-0 and at home in the playoffs all time. The Saints haven't lost a home playoff game since 1992. They've never lost one with Breeze and Peyton. Um, they've never not covered one with Breeze and Peyton. And when you look at Drew Breeze and Sean Peyton in the, over the last 10 years with two weeks to prepare for an opponent, it's 11 games, 10 regular season, and one in the playoffs. They are 9-2 and in those games and 10-1 and against the spread in those games. Now, RJ has pointed out that one on, they, they lost by one and they were dogs by one and a half, but I don't care. They covered. They say cover. I don't care how you cover. Um, and in those games, they are have a point differential of plus 116. They kill people. They kill everyone when they come into the Superdome, and they're going to kill Nick Foles and kill the dreams of Eagles fans everywhere and win this game by 14 points. I have a 38-24 Final by the Saints. I will take 250. I think I have that left, right? Uh, 250 on the uh, on the over, and then I will take a hundred on the Eagles. Yo, I feel like such like a you know what b word here for like not putting more money down on these games. I just don't feel like like last week. I love the Cowboys. I don't have one game this week that I love the way I loved Dallas last week. I wish I did because I'm waiting for a game like to unload on and put 500 on, and I don't have it yet. I might actually have exceeded. I might be like, actually, you know what? Uh, scratch the hundred bucks on the Eagles because I want to. I I had, I had written out a budget and I got all worked up about it. Um, I'll do. Uh, I'll do. I, I'm going to do 150 on the over and uh, 50 on on the Saints. That way, I have room for more exotics that I may have not factored into my. Pete, how do you feel about when people say I'll do? Like when they're at a restaurant or like when Will just said, I'll do this. How do you feel oh, about that? You go to the restaurant, you look at the waiter, you go, give me, not I'll do. <laughs> give me that, not I'll do. I'll do. Sir, this is an Arby's. <laughs> yes. Uh, excuse me, uh, Tiny Tan Man. This is a Wendy's drive-thru. Uh, I'll do. I'll do the, the – uh, I'll do the crispy chicken bacon ranch, please. <laughs> uh, is that what you do? <laughs> I don't go to Wendy's, man. <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, exotics time. Oh, below uh, Wendy's is below the runs and I, I love Wendy's. Wendy's is a great burger. Um, and a delicious chicken sandwich. I usually do Chick Fil A because we got it everywhere down here. Um, yeah, that's pretty money. Yeah, Chick Fil A is just better than Wendy's. This is not hard to explain. Yeah. Taco Bell. Taco Bell's the best though. Taco Bell is great. Uh, maybe we should get Taco Bell as a sponsor. I want to go to Chick Fil A on Sundays. Yeah, that's annoying. You got then. That's when you go to Wendy's. Okay. So exotics. Pete and Nick, do you have exotics ready, or do I need to go to RJ first? 
peek it. Yeah, let's. Yeah, what I, I, it's an unfair that I have to go first every time. So I don't want to go oh, first. Actually, right easier for you to go first, but okay, I'll, I'll, I'll do mine. Okay. Ready? All four dogs, hundred dollar parlay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I That's guess I should. Hold on, let me do the math for you. Let me get the. Uh, Doing the math on the old podcast. It's about 10 to 1, shouldn't it? I think I would assume it's that. way more than that. You're probably taking uh, with the points? You mean, you it's yeah. with the points. Oh, uh, I thought you were doing an, um, uh, line parlay. I, I was like, an underdog money line parlay would pay out 100 to 1. That yeah, I, do have, I do have one $50 money line parlay. Okay, uh, uh, that'd be uh, 11 and a half to 1. Yeah. How much do you want on that? 100. A hundred on that. Wow. That'll be to win $1,147. If that hits, you Light will be. Light it on fire. What's that? Light it on fire. Yeah. <laughs> and then 50 money line parlay. One, two teams are money line, one straight. Chargers are with the points. Uh huh. Okay. Plus four chargers. Cowboys on the money line. Uh huh. Eagles on the money line. <laughs> Taking a flyer, baby. And that's 50 on that? Those three teams? Yeah. Or- Yep. Okay, that will be fifty to win a twelve almost twelve hundred dollars. If yep. Pete, if you were to hit both of those parlays, this contest is over. Indeed. Of course, if you miss both these parlays, then you're. Of course, if I don't get the late Omeo mile last week, I'm I'm in the lead by about four hundred, but that's a whole other story. Yeah, and if your aunt had uh, chestnuts, you'd be your uncle. All right, uh, RJ, what are your? What are, it's that those were his three favorite underdogs because I like the, the other underdog more. I like the Colts the most out of all four underdogs this, this week. So I, I, it's funny that that was the one he decided to leave out of that last parlay. Yeah. Um, so my teaser of the week, you know, 13 and five in my column. Um, I'm going to do the easy one this week. I'm going to tease both the big favorites down. So I'm going to put 200 on a two team teaser, Rams minus one, Saints minus two. Um, I think both those teams are going to win. I don't know if they're going to both cover. You know, we know that Nick Foles' magic is real. We know that Dallas can keep it close, but I do think both those teams get the win. So I'm putting 200 on that. But my little hedge I mentioned earlier with Dallas, I'm going to put 20 on a money line parlay with or a parlay with Dallas on the money line and Dallas on the under 49 and a half. It should pay like plus 570 around there. Um, so that 20 will cover the 100 that I'm going to lose when the Rams don't cover in that game. And okay. then I have one more bet. I looked at the early Super Bowl line. You can bet AFC versus or NFC. They have it up as NFC minus three right now. Yes, I saw at, that. If you look at my power ratings, I don't think any AFC team is three points worse than the Saints. Mm-hmm. And the Saints are the best AFC team. I think I have them eight points better than average. I think the Colts, I have six points better than average. That's the worst of the four right now. So I think you're getting value with any AFC team against a, any NFC team on a, on a plus three line. So I'm going to put a hundred on AFC plus three, which is the line right now. You know what? This actually makes me really excited is I personally bet that a week ago when it popped up on my site. Because the other idea here, and I think it's really smart, I would encourage anybody who's listening to do this. If you take the AFC plus three right now, and then the Eagles win, or no, let's say, uh, yeah, the e- let's say the Eagles win the NFC, right? And it's Eagles and Patriots. Who's going to be favored in that game? Or Eagles and, uh, I mean, Eagles and Chiefs. Who's favored in Eagles Chiefs? Right, Chiefs. You Dallas, can, too. I mean, you take most AFC teams but over Dallas can, or the Eagles. But you can give yourself a massive window where if it's like a one- or two-point Super Bowl, you can have a huge cash, right? I mean, that's the play, right? right. Yeah. You can catch both, yeah. Yeah, you can catch both if you, if you hit it and, you're, and you can't lose money. So I would recommend taking the three points, and I think you're right. I think ultimately there will be value there. Like, you'll be, you could be sitting on Chiefs minus three and a half 
at plus three, which is you're basically getting a free teaser without a second team. So I like that a lot. All right, my exotics or Nick, do you did you you? I got I got a bunch. Go, um, hey, RJ, while I'm going through the these, I don't know if you have it in front of you. What is, can you give me some Dak Prescott props, player props for Saturday night? Uh, I don't know if you have. I don't know if you have them. No, they don't have the player props posted on the site we're using. Um, you can do things like touchdown props, like to score the first touchdown, to score two or more touchdowns, to score any touchdown. They have those posted, but as far as like over under rush yards, over under pass yards, they don't have any of that up right now. Is there like a DAC like 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 touchdown prop, like total touchdown prop? Yeah, let if, me. If let there me. is, I want to take the over for whatever it is because I think Dak's gonna have a good game. All right, so here are my exotics. Hey, Brinson, wait, one one quick thing. How much money do I have left right there on my total? I think I have a hundred. No chance he knows that he knows the answer to I that. I have no idea. <laughs> I think I got a hundred and fifty left. I don't I have no idea how much, I could be out of money. I have no idea. I'm so terrible at this. Yeah, you don't um, get it. There's no, the, the passing touchdowns would be on the player props, but you can pick Dak to score a rushing touchdown anytime at plus 225 if you want to take that. Hmm, interesting. Um, yeah, I'm really bad at this because I'm going to end up looking at this and being like, what the hell was I doing math wise here? Um, that's why I'm actually better just like betting on games than I am at things like this. Um, so here is, all right. So I got a, a bunch here. Okay. First off, $50 money line parlay. Colts, Cowboys, Chargers. I like that. $25 parlay against the spread. The four teams that I like this week. Colts, Cowboys, Chargers, By the way, the Colts, Cowboys, Chargers, money line parlay pays out uh, 25 to 1. Spicy. Love it. Yep. I'm going to do a $100 teaser. Colts and the over in that game. I like that too. Give me a $50 teaser. The Saints and the Colts. And a $25 parlay, Saints and the over in that game. Okay. Well, uh, I'll point out that we're, I'm, I'm sure nobody's adding these up in real time. I don't even try because I knew there's going to be a bunch of crazy bets. Yeah. So if this goes, anybody goes over, we'll revisit and we'll, you know, we'll figure it out by Saturday what, what the actual bets are. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I was like doing the quick math on mine. I was like, am I over? Am I, what, yeah, if, I'll listen back, you know, on Friday. I'm not, I'm not over. So I wanted, I wanted to add a teaser on $150 teaser on all the dogs to go with my parlay. You are all in on the dogs. I love it. It's not like 10 straight dogs have covered playoff games. What could possibly go wrong? Uh, all right. You, uh, how much does the teaser do you want? 50. 50. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he just said 150. 150. I said, I think he said a one. Fifty about three times. But you know what it is that he mom... has said it incorrectly. Like three. I- I'm not crazy. Right. Well, do you, do you mean, do you mean, but do you mean a, do you mean a hundred fifty? Or do you mean one fifty dollar teaser? No. One hundred and fifty is the way one fifty is the way you say it. You know what you need to do? You cut that pop so your ears show up. Jeez. You kept, you know, fading out on the on the, the connection every time you said one, so it didn't sound like fifty. Yeah. Pause 50, pause 50. What we'll pro, what, I mean, we'll figure it out and we'll email it out, but what we'll probably do is just lop off like 25 across the, if somebody's like, if you're 75 over, we'll just take it off the straight bets. And here's 25. what's great about that. Will going, we'll figure it out. What Will means by that is RJ will figure <laughs> it out. RJ will figure it out. RJ will send it out. RJ will tweet it out. Will will do nothing. That's right. That's right. There needs to be an adult as part of the contest. <laughs> I value your contribution, Will. I'm Thank not like you. these guys. <laughs> Thank you, RJ. But, Don't BS him. There is no contribution. The, right. You're right. You're right. I'm terrible. All right. I'm going to give out my exotics. Pete's got to go do a big-time show. Big-time 
show with our buddy Bill Ryder on Ryder Than You on CBS Sports $50 money line parlay, Chargers and Cowboys. As I go out the door, I got one thing to say. Are you and later and later tonight, Pete? What are you going to say to your wife? He, oh, he hung up. He hung up. I'm not going to do the foreplay thing again. That's that's a. Wait, wait, did Pete Pete really just hung up? Screamed losers. Hung up and went went to do. That's, that's basically how he ends every phone call. To be honest, have you ever seen? True. Have you ever seen the Always Sunny in Philadelphia where? Um, they're driving down the road in the van. They're like, who cut the brake lines? And Charlie, Charlie goes, wild card, bitches. And jumps out the back. Jumps out the back. That's Pete. Pete's like, loser. And then storms out the side Hilarious. door. Uh, all right. So I got a $50 money line parlay on the Chargers and the Cowboys. Uh, $150 tease. I read all these down before, so you don't think I'm copying your paper. $150 tease on the Rams and the Saints. I think that's the that's the only tease you you know if you're if you're teasing two teams and not two totals that's what you got to do and uh, I want a fifty dollar parlay on all four overs all the games went under last week I think all the games go over this Ooh, week. Ooh, like it! Yeah, I think we're gonna see some scoring this week. Um, I, I by the way, just out of curiosity, did you all both take the under on the Chargers game? I didn't touch it. No, I took it. Why do you like the he, under? He, I, he, he took it. Is there a reason why you like the under? Because I don't think yeah. the weather is going to be bad. It's just going to be cold. No, both you know, Chargers defense has been playing great. Yeah. Um, the, New, the New England offense hasn't looked that impressive. I know they're they're at home, um, so that's going to help. I just don't know how they score a ton of points if that Chargers defense is playing like it's been in the past. And then you get the mystique of Chargers. May you know they've been traveled. How many miles have they traveled? Do you think you know over the last three weeks, going back and forth, a Denver, lot. Baltimore, home, you know all that, and now they're going to New England. I mean, I, I like them in the first half because they just show up in the first half, but they got to be tired at some point. I think you get to the end of that game, maybe the points start coming, and so. It might be a little bit more scoring. Maybe you get to 14, 13 at halftime, and then it ends up like a you know 20 to 17 game or however however it shakes out, and we go under. I will be curious to see where the uh, where the game ends up because I think I would anticipate that. Um, I mean, it's going up a lot. So there was a forecast for three to five inches of snow, and I was listening to another podcast that features a bookmaker on it. It was basically like everybody peppered the under. And then as soon as the snow forecast has disappeared, and as of Thursday, you would think we'd be kind of safe on this, right? We're recording this on Thursday afternoon. Now it seems like it's going to be cold as hell, 30 degrees, um, but not too much wind and not a ton of snow. And by the way, Patriots, 5-6-1 and one with Tom Brady and uh, Bill Belichick. They're going to lose, man. In, like they, I really think the Chargers 5-6-1 and one against the spread. 5-6-1 and one against the spread in home playoff games where the temperature is 30 degrees or less. I think that, you know, like anecdotally you would think differently. I think they're going to lose too. All right, any last points you guys want to add before we get out of here? Great show. I'm good. Great show. Tremendous show. Huge show. Um, anything to add? Um, yeah, I really want Dwayne Haskins or Kyler Murray on the Giants. That that That's about it. And also, like, I'm – Really goes to show you, like, you have to be good at math to play games like this. And I feel like I'm bad at math, and that's the reason why I'll probably finish in last. Well, here's, here's some quick math for you. PayPal me 50 bucks. Um, no, I'm wait, you're, you're waiting until Vegas to get that 50 yeah. bucks, buddy. No, super. Whoever gets it. Well, I guess we, I guess we'll put our bets in. So we're, by the way, we're going to do, that's the other thing I should point out. We're doing this podcast from the Super Bowl, apparently, live on uh, Radio Row. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, so we will be doing the picks podcast. RJ will fly you out there. Are you coming to the Super Bowl? Uh, I don't know. I don't think I was planning to. Um, we'll see what happens. I have to fly you on Nick's private jet. All right. Let's get out of here. Subscribe to the Pick 6 podcast on iTunes. Follow Nick at the Costas. Follow RJ White at RJ White 1. You can read him on Sportsline. He's uh, hitting his picks. I know he's got a bunch up there right now. You can go check those out. Use promo code White for $1 to get uh, your first to get your first month for a buck. 
Uh, that's a steal. Free money. Thanks, guys. Always a pleasure. Watch me on Sportsline. Bye. <laughs>